0: Oh, uh, uh, Shane, what are you doing here? Uh, you, you look really upset. Are you, are you, are you gonna rap again? Oh shit. Woe is me, such a pity, I'll pretend to give a motherfucker Notice me, homie, please, I'm the senpai on my motor bus okay. Miss Chinote, like a virgin, you can't really fuck with us Been around the city, getting loaded like the Omnibus gas wasn't so tough, you could find us riding army trucks I know a couple back home, they still riding with the army touch All I ever wanted was to rock and stack some army bucks And never go to war, BTS, I got some army luck Half these rappers are my sons, I know I've been a bad daddy Left you hanging for a bag, now you wanting dad's baggy? don't get sappy now, son Daddy's getting mad, rap, he thought you came to run to town, why you frowning mad, sack? I can't stand the way the crowns, but I can flush you like some royalty. I give you the smackdown, now your ass can wear a royalty. Metaphors go stupid, really, that's just how it's supposed to be. Raw dog, your bitch, and leave a nest up in her ovaries. Am I coming in too hot, cause you ain't met nobody cold as me? I was traveling around the country when you boys was tucked at home asleep. Fuck Alabama, and the police that patrol the streets. Rock a bye, bitch, suck my dick, and sell your soul to me. He say he the sickest, I don't know, that's kind of bold to me, I said that back in 19 so that title's kind of old to me are we on the playground because you're swinging kind of close to me i don't really want no beef but i will bag you like some groceries ask somebody you roll with am i thinking straight should i let it go or keep on fucking with his dinner plate i know he's got a son in here lately he's been living great but his people told me when he's pissed off that he incinerates don't get it twisted This ain't meant For no associates But if you think These bars about you Then it will probably Feel appropriate Run some bath water Get some rest Go on soak it in And if you still Stoked and won't smoke I'll check my notes But until then I'm about to wrap Myself to oblivion okay. Took a break For goodness sake And now I'm back To break the booth again okay. Blah 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 About me trying To spit the truth again yeah. Your bitch calling me Pudding and she gonna Swallow all the proof again I'ma fight to die And keep it shaking Like a dope head Haven't drank in two months But I can't say I ain't been smoking In this bitch wagon I could always you some mohair, you motherfuckers! Oh my god, dude, what the fuck? Halliburton, the fuck? Was Dick
1: Cheney's you, family, or not maybe not you, his family, but he was a he, he was an owner to a piece to a degree. He had money in Halliburton that he had to offload whatever he had in it when he became part of when he became vice president. But it was still like directly in the family somehow or whatever. But they were also pretty much what BlackRock is about to do in ukraine after the war is over as far as like rebuilding uh ukraine and getting all the contracts and stuff for that is what halliburton did in afghanistan so it was basically like uh i'm I'm sure that they had something to do with if i had to assume
2: well isn't halliburton like the biggest company in the world now like they 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 own so much crap like nobody really knows what they own but they're they're um Money is like in the trillions of dollars. Like I remember reading that somewhere. It was on Reddit, probably. So Let's great of salt, but I don't think that's correct.
1: Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, it's a multinational. Here we go. I'm just gonna go ahead and wiki it. Wiki wiki wiki. But uh organic poison, by the way. I'm here with Adam.
3: It's
1: organic from Deviant Behavior Radio. The the brains behind the operation. What's up, guys? <laughs> Uh, what, little, what little brains are there? Yeah, oh, yeah. What, little, what little brains happen <laughs> to exist? Uh, Halliburton is an American multinational corporation responsible for most of the world's hydraulic fracturing uh, operations. In 2009, it was the world's second largest oil field service company. Uh, it has operations in more than 70 countries. It owns hundreds of subsidies, yep. uh, subsidiaries, excuse me, affiliates, branches, brands, and divisions worldwide. And employs approximately fifty thousand people. The company has dual headquarters located in Houston and in Dubai. I should tell you yeah, something.
2: They make a bank.
1: Uh, and it remains incorporated in the U.S. <laughs> Yeah, so that makes sense. And so basically what we got right here, the company has been criticized for its involvement in numerous controversies, including its involvement with Dick Cheney as U.S. Secretary of Defense, then CEO of the company, then Vice President of the United States.
2: Don't
1: you mean President? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The brains of the operation.
2: President
1: Cheney. It says, and the Iraq War and Deepwater Horizon, for which it agreed to settle outstanding legal claims against it by paying – Litigants, litigants. I don't know how to uh, pronounce that word. Litigants, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. One point one billion dollars. KBR, one of Halliburton's subsidiaries, in the time paid bribes to high-ranking Nigerian officials between 1994 and 2004 under a deal reached with the U.S. Justice Department. Halliburton has agreed to pay thirty-eight, excuse me, three hundred and eighty-two million to settle the bribery case. Has pocket change for them. Damn, this is crazy. In 2015, Halliburton was found guilty in court of illegal retaliation against a whistleblower who filed a report with the SEC over concerns that the company was illegally concealing billions of dollars. Damn, this is crazy. The company has also been criticized for refusing to comply with EPA requests for transparency around chemicals it uses in the in hydraulic fracturing. Jeff Miller was promoted to president of Halliburton in August 2014 and CEO on June 1st of 2017. I guess the company still exists. I don't know if it's still oh, yeah. the – They got trillions. See, the, the, the real
2: thing is like all the – we we'll not call them shell companies, but all their subsidiaries or whatever. Like they also they own like multi million and billion dollar businesses there. Right. So like nobody really knows what all that they own, but it's it's rumored to be in the trillions because they're like intake every year. Yeah,
1: that's crazy, dude. I mean, why not? I mean, this is, seems like one of the biggest umbrellas of like oil that there is. You know, with that type of shit. So, and I know like that, like I was saying that they had a, a whole bunch of, uh, like, I'm not, I'm not about to just dig into all this shit, but the fact that they had a lot to do with Iraq and Afghanistan, whenever all that was going on. And it's what made yeah. it kind of fucked up because we were doing the Iraq and Afghanistan thing in between his, like his tenure of being in the government. He worked for Halliburton and then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck? Right. Like, let me go get this shit set up first, and I'm going to see if I can get it in back into office in a better position. And it seems like he's not the only person who does that, obviously, but that was a big cra- – did you ever see the movie uh, Dick? I think it was – no, it's called Vice.
2: Vice, yeah, that, that movie's crazy. I, I do want to say Sam Rockwell was on there for like five seconds, but he totally nailed George W.
1: Oh my God, dude. That movie was awesome. I was so glad that I watched that. Like I was like, man, I can't believe that I could have just like went on about my life without seeing this. It
2: was crazy. Like, um, and he gained all that damn weight, Christian Bale man.
1: Man, I don't know how he's like he should have health problems. Like, right?
2: to I spent well, nothing else for losing all that fucking weight for the machinist.
1: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he did that. Yeah. Uh I think was he not in uh the Hustle, what was it? The Hustle movie? I want to say it was uh, American Hustle. American Hustle, yeah, he was in very Didn't he have like a gut in that movie too? Yeah. Yeah, it was like he did that. He was in that movie. Uh, dang, it was this, one of those stock market movies. I was talking about the financial crash in 2008. Um, yeah. yeah. I forgot. The Big Short is what it was called.
2: Oh, man. I've watched that movie like a hundred times, and that is yeah. an excellent movie, but. Yeah, he t- he he was like the most unique character in that old movie, yeah, in a movie full of characters. Christian Bale was just because that doctor guy. With
1: yeah, like the- it's like he had. It's like he was a, a almost like a bit autistic or something. <laughs> like and he just like, but he was he was ahead of the curve on all with all of them. I loved yeah. that movie. I'm, another, I like Christian Bale overall. I think that Christian Bale is a pretty awesome actor. I like most of favorites. most of the characters that he plays in movies. To me, is very entertaining. Oh yeah, um,
2: he's but, pretty awesome. I oh, yeah, I liked uh, I liked him as Batman. I mean, a lot of people did not, um, but I think he was one of the better ones. I think him and Keaton probably are my two favorite Batmans.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah, we I did a uh, episode of a, a podcast or I think, I mean, you can, he does it, he releases it in podcast form as well, but it's more like a, you know, 30, 40 minute clips yeah. on uh, YouTube. Uh, you've probably heard me talk about it before, but uh, so. the com- comic book movie, comic uh, comic book cinema. Yeah. Comic book cinema, Yeah. Uh, and it's basically he talks about a lot of, you know, movies and stuff regarding shows regarding uh, comic book based around the world of comic books. Uh, Jonathan May, shout out to John if he's listening. But uh, we did one that was like top five, like your top five Batmans or whatever <laughs> and ranked the order. And I remember Michael Keaton. I'm pretty sure Michael Keaton was on everyone's list. Not that there's too many more than, you know, five to choose Bat, from. Batfleck was on the bottom right. Uh most people had him on the bottom, I believe. Yeah. I I personally like Christian Bale the most.
2: I, I do too. I mean, I like Keaton the most as the like campy comic book version. And sure. then Bale as the super serious, like fuck you up version.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm honestly gonna have to like what what's crazy about Christian Bale though is I'm pretty sure he's like short. Like Probably. I I think that Christian Bale is like a shorter dude. Like, he, I don't know this for a fact, but it kind of just seems like posture wise that he was in the way. I don't know that Batman has to be tall, but I feel like Batman would be like a taller guy.
2: I know like they, of course, they probably just did this movie magic. But um, uh, what's his name? Tom. He played Bane. Tom Hardy. Yeah. He in that scene where they're fighting in that last movie, he seemed like just way, way taller than.
1: um Uh, bale right yeah and but i mean if you if in the like historically speaking even in the the, book not the book well i guess the comic books and the previous movie and just in general like bane is like a a massive towering figure but just like stocky as shit too like actually (laughs) what's funny is bane is like tom hardy but like sized up like if you were playing like a game you could scale someone's size up and just make them bigger that's kind of what what Bane is for Tom Hardy. And it's funny to me how so many people like don't even realize that that's Tom Hardy. Like to this day, like, I mean, well, I was talking about it at work. The We were talking about this exact same shit at work the other day or just talking about those movies and that, how good they were. And like people, there's some people who didn't need like two of the guys I work with had no clue that Tom Hardy was Bane. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, how would you not know? But in the same breath, like. Tom Hardy's name wasn't quite as big at the time as it is now. I mean, in context, like, and you can't look at him and tell that it's, it's Tom Hardy. Like, right. I, don't, I don't think there's any part I in mean, the movie that you, that you actually see that it's Tom Hardy.
2: I mean, he's massive. Like, I don't know. He definitely appears massive. Yeah. I don't know how tall he is. So I'm kind of curious now because, um, he uh, but you know, that's another actor where I just love all of his stuff, like even that little bit part he did in um Dunkirk, Dunkirk. he was one of the pilots that yeah. he like landed and he got um captured by I guess the Germans or whoever you remember that.
1: Yeah, I, I never saw it. <laughs>
2: never oh, saw it. it's good, it's a good movie. It's it's a bit slow, at least five nine. Okay, well, or oh, me.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess that he's he is taller to a degree. He's yeah. not six foot though. He's definitely not as big as he looks in that fucking movie.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I love with Tom Cruise, you know, he wears those lifts yeah. and his shoes. And um when they were shooting the first Top Gun, the the woman his love interest was like a supermodel. She was pretty tall. She was like six one or something like that. So if you notice there's one there's only really one scene where there's like a shot kind of far back. Yeah, and they're standing on a hill, so he's like on the top of the hill, and she's kind of like down a bit, so they kind of meet eye to eye by the car. And that's really the only time in the old movie you see him like kind of far back.
1: Yeah. Kind of crazy. I don't know what this article is that I just stumbled across. I'm not trying to do a hard segue, but I just want to show you. It says, Mississippi lawmakers are tackling the issue of gas station heroin. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a picture of this stuff called Zaza red and tiana and tiana are they
2: talking about about,
1: um i'm looking for what the actual substance is Um, but it might be kratom it's It's possible that that's what it is but this is just uh 12 news i don't even know what this is but i I had a a tab open that just said news and i was going through it because i had seen a couple of other things on here that uh just kratom it's kratom I just to say it's got to be kratom. Yeah. I just don't want to click it because it's not even an article; it's a video. I don't care enough. I tried
2: it them. once and didn't really do anything
1: to me. Like, and just- I've kn- i knew a guy who are, i have a a friend, uh, and her her brother was like hooked on this shit. Like, like every extra dollar he had, every dollar that he had outside of extra dollar, like had to like go move back home and shit with his family because he went broke. Being addicted to kratom.
2: Well, it's kind of crazy because it's not expensive, but you have to apparently take a lot of it. Sure. Especially if you like use a lot, use a lot, you'll develop a tolerance. And right. Then you have to use like, like I heard of a guy once. You know, he he was taking like forty pills worth. Jesus. I'm like Christ at one time, I'm like, shit, man, that's a lot of fucking kratom.
1: Well, that's what you had to take. But well, not necessarily that much. But like, if you, I don't know if have you ever experienced. ever experimented with any ridiculous stupid amount of drugs but we and this isn't nothing this is high school shit but in the same breath like there was a like robitussin pills like if you took like 20 robitussin pills you trip balls uh and like that that was one thing like but that was like uh you don't. It's not like a tolerance thing. It's like yeah. if you you just go and you get a buy an entire bottle of RoboTest. Hey, don't do this at home, kids or adults. Oh, robo <laughs> trip. <laughs> Robo-trip. Yeah, that's what that shit was called. But we used to do it, man. It was like a uh, if there was like a dirty. Okay, so the cleanest trip is going to be acid, and then yeah. and then you've got mushrooms, which is a little bit dirtier. But it's I'm very like- interested
2: in mushrooms, by the way. But go ahead.
1: We can talk more about that in just a second, yeah. and 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 then beyond. Like the lower, lower tier of that mushroom trip, like the more like it truly feels like a synthetic mushroom trip, but like yeah. in a bad way, like okay. it's like it it makes you feel. But I really, I just think it's that your body just is so fucked and cannot process what's going on. That's got to be the reason, because like with mushrooms, it's far more of like a, a a beautiful experience. Not that it's not capable of going south. It can go yeah. south, but with uh with robitussin dude it almost always was just like a bad experience but it was you know it was some different shit you know it wasn't like you i've never done heroin but it wasn't like i imagined what it would feel like to be like coming down off of like fucking hard drugs or anything like that
2: but i've done ketamine so i have a condition um which ketamine infusions are supposed to help and it didn't really work for me that well but i had to go to this doctor in louisiana um
1: oh so you got like ketamine like administered to you
2: yeah by a doctor and um Dude, so what went, was that like i hated that shit man let me tell you um i went the first time and they're like bring music you know and they, they give you the ketamine but they also give you like a sedative of some sort like xanax or valium or whatever sure. and uh, they put it in your iv because some people could trip pretty hard and it gets kind of scary but sure. um that first time they didn't give me enough uh Valium, apparently. And somebody's always in the room with you, like a right. nurse or doctor. Like, no, but you're never left alone. But um it was like I was seeing everything on a microscopic level. So like I like looking into my body and seeing all like the cells and all the other shit moving around. It's fucking crazy as shit, man. Like it was like uh it was like people moving around like in a line. Like just going about working, you know, and shit, but it was like sped up. It was fucking crazy.
1: Yo, that's weird as shit.
2: And then I did it two more times. Next two times they gave me enough volume. But like when you when you go when you initially go under and then when you come back out, it takes some time. Um, because they gave me these infusions over like the course of an hour or two hours. Mm -hmm. And um, like you do you ever see get out? Yes. So that scene where He's sitting with the lady, the psychologist or whatever, and he starts falling down to that black hole.
1: The second like,
2: place. A little like pinpoint where he can see her. and You can't move, you can't talk. That's what it's like like when you first go under and when you come back out.
1: So it was basically like you actually went into a K-hole.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it sucked.
1: <laughs> That's for so me, crazy.
2: For me, it sucked. And then I talked to my doctor about it and I was like, I don't see why people do this recreationally. And she was like, well, they do like super large amounts. I'm like, okay.
1: Oh, well, I can't even imagine. It's like, well, in that no. case, i certainly won't be doing it on my own at home. Then.
2: Thank you. I was like, I did that three times. And after that, I was like, this kind of sucks. So I'm not going to do this anymore. Plus insurance doesn't cover it. So it was like uh,
1: $400 a ton. Jeez. Well, I mean, you know, if you, if you really got some kind of relief, you know, from it, whatever it may be, then it's like, maybe it would be worth it. You know, if you saved up and you're like, I'm going to, you know, go and do these sessions or whatever, then by all means, but in the same breath to go and just to be like, I got really fucked up in a safe (laughs) environment. A couple of times it might not have been worth it. So I mean, mean,
2: it it gave me knowledge, but it's, I still, I still like think about on that, what I saw and I'm like, oh my God, it was just kind of crazy. It was like, it made me think like, all right, so what if we're just like, it's somebody or something else's body. You know what I'm saying? And like, we're just going around working and doing all this shit. And I mean, it really fucks with your head a little bit.
1: Sure. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean, and even to your point, that's what I was thinking about how like, it's crazy that motherfuckers would just be like, yeah, I'm go- we're getting some fucking ketamine. How people get like addicted to that shit. Yes. you know, Like that but sounds crazy to me.
3: No, me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
2: shit. Yeah. But I, I would be able to try mushrooms, you know,
1: Dude, you know, and there's a lot of uh, there's uh, obviously here lately the past couple of years or whatever. It's been a lot of moving forward on the whole therapeutic aspect of it. Yep. And to me, that that's great. I mean, I think that it's awesome that that's a thing, and I think that people should utilize that to the best their of their ability responsibly. Now, I have never taken mushrooms responsibly. <laughs> I mean. I'm I'm kidding I'm kidding in the sense of like I've taken the, not like I've took fucking twelve caps and then thirty minutes later went and drove around I'm right. just saying like we just used to get fucked up on mushrooms and it was I mean I, I talked about this I don't, the other day with a guy that I work with and we were talking about you know acid mushrooms and stuff like mm-hmm. that and I told him I said I said I did acid twelve it wasn't LSD, but it was whatever, you know, 2CE or whatever. I don't know that it was 2CE, right. but it was synthetic acid. But it was that trip, you know what I'm saying? It was whatever that trip is, uh, but I've done that twice. But I've done mushrooms more times than I could count. Like, that became like a like a summer experience. Like, for like three or four summers in a row, we were just Man. taking mushrooms a couple of times, you know, throughout the summer. Three or four times throughout the summer. There was one yeah. summer I'm pretty sure I did mushrooms like six or seven times. <laughs>
2: Well, that, that 2 stuff is dangerous, man. Like, I, uh, I was watching a, I think it was a Vice, whatever report, but, uh, they went over to, can't remember where they were, like Brazil or maybe I somewhere else. But they were, they were showing them making it.
3: Oh, right. God.
2: And, uh, so you have these cooks in there, cooks in quotation marks. And, um, uh, so mm-hmm. they're watching it and Vice is filming it and, he, and he's just like, Oh, a little of this, a little of that. It's literally like it's not measured anything. It's like mm-hmm. there's a little pinch of this, there's a little pinch of fentanyl, here's a little pinch of cocaine, there's a little pinch of meth. and they just kind of mix it up, and then they make it like uh, pink, like a pinkish color. Mm-hmm. And then they mix it up, and then and then they set it on. But they're not like fucking measuring it. <laughs> that's the problem. Like,
1: <laughs> well, and and that's the problem with like anything that's coming getting coming like that. You know, the fucking. Anything because it's like there's no like proper formula and there's certainly no regulation over it. (laughs) I'm not necessarily saying that they should have you know a variation of acid at every gas station. You know, I'll be it's it's really conflicting here. Here in the past like three or four years, I've really like had to force myself to not just be like yes, we need to legalize every drug and make it accessible to everyone. I used to be like that.
2: Oregon did that right, or Washington, or something like
1: that. Yeah, but Green. I think they decriminalized a bunch of shit. I don't yeah. think you can go to the, you know, to the fucking meth uh, store. You know, I don't think it's like that. But I understand I, the idea of decriminaliz- decriminalization. Yeah, I do think that Oregon is probably a bad example because yeah. uh I don't know though. I Honestly, I say that I just am a big hater of Portland. So. Yeah. <laughs> It might be that everywhere else outside of Oregon, except for the part of the state that is trying to secede right now, yeah. uh, like it might be like it works out fine and people yeah. are finding some kind of help. My thing is, is like don't just decriminalize shit and then be like, all right, it's decriminalized. We're not going to try to help you anymore. We're just going to be like you're not going to go to jail for killing right. yourself. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, I've looked at actually growing shrooms. I mean, I'm not sure what the. Um, I'm sure it's illegal probably, but uh, for personal use. Um, but hmm. It's actually pretty easy to grow. Like all the materials, including the spores, is like a hundred like, dollars.
1: Yeah, you put you awesome. basically can turn a closet and a tupperware yeah. container into like a fucking it's like I think you use some kind of like rice packs and shit. Like
2: Yeah, you could use rice. Uh the the video I saw, they used uh beans and uh they just packed it pulled in a Ziploc and then put the spores in there and to kind of hopefully they put some water in it and then they just kind of sealed it up and after a little bit, you get like this mold-looking stuff. And then you just dump it in the little soil in your little container. And uh short time later, shrooms. And yeah. then all you have to do is, um, I can't remember what they call it, but you cut the top off a couple. You put it on aluminum foil. And uh, the spores stay on the aluminum foil. And then that way, uh, you have more to grow for the next time. So it's kind of like you're only buying them the uh, spores once and you make your
1: own after that right and see that's one of the things see for me i've never even done mushrooms that came from anywhere other than a a cow field yeah and like because for one we used to have the plug but then after we like became a little bit more audacious and realized how we could just access them right like i had it i had a situation with a guy a friend of mine that i'm still friends with to this day but he has moved on from his uh distribution (laughs) Experiences, (laughs) <laughs> experiences <laughs> but he uh i basically would get mushrooms for free because it, yeah. we would just peddle them for him like we would just i mean and it wasn't like he was like some seedy motherfucker that was like i'm gonna get these kids to sell drugs for me or anything like that he was yeah. a friend of ours and he was like i know where to get them i know how to get them he's like but i don't really want to be the guy that's going around everywhere being like hey i have mushrooms right. and I'm saying? and so we would be like well you know and he basically was like you guys can have you know as almost as many mushrooms as y'all want it's like yeah. within reason i'm not gonna let y'all go fucking lose your minds off of this shit or nothing but it was one of those things where i pretty much would we would pedal them for them and get rid of them and yeah. we would get free mushrooms out of the gig and it was yeah. it worked out great because then i would be like hey guys do y'all want some mushrooms it was literally the same thing as being the middleman for weed yeah like i'll go get the weed for you guys yeah you just have to smoke it with me and little did they know you were getting like a 0.3 out of it as well or (laughs) 0.5 and uh but no mushrooms man some of the craziest times of my life i say craziest times. some of the wildest stories that i've ever been able to muster up and tell uh was based off of something that had to do with mushrooms yeah um not not to say that i haven't had other life experiences but it's just i I don't know. It's like in hindsight, you can easily just be like, like before and after, you can always just chalk it up to being like, oh well, I was just on drugs. You know, it's like it really right. wasn't that crazy, but I was on drugs, so it made it pretty fucking wild.
2: Well, look, when I was when I was in high school and all that shit, I was just completely sober. I mean, besides a little bit of alcohol here and there or a cigarette, yeah. but I didn't do any drugs. But uh, most people don't believe me because my friend group were doing all the drugs. They yeah. literally tried everything. And the most I ever did one time was they had some Coke and I put some on my gums to see if it would um, go numb and it never did. So it must have been shit Coke. But um, (laughs) that's all I ever did. Like I would just watch them, hang out with them. But, um, you know, I'm not a big drug user at the moment. I'll do marijuana here and there, but um, not very often. CBD, something like that. Or uh, Delta Eight, Delta Nine, you know, the legal shit.
1: What is that stuff hitting on? I got a homeboy who like uh, gets the flower or something of that. Like mm-hmm. he'll, he'll smoke. I see. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know you yeah. could get flower of Delta eight or nine. Yeah, or
2: whatever. Totally legal. Um, You could just, there's several shops up here that carry it. Um, I don't know about Hattiesburg area, but um, you could also get vape of it. Vapes of it. I have a vape. It's Delta nine. And I, and I also have a chocolate bar, which edibles to me or for me, specifically in chocolate and gummies work a little better yeah especially if i'm just trying to like get a good night's sleep i'll just take a tiny little bit and a man it'll knock me the fuck out
1: see i used to i used to and i don't know if this is recently because of you know my little blood pressure stint or whatever uh but like all throughout last year like it's like the more and more further along i got like if i if i smoke like it's like almost immediately anxiety like a, almost, it yeah. just t- but dude, I'm telling you, I've, I've on and off. I have smoked since I was 16. I don't know if it's and it's like I went from smoking the the we call the Mexican dirt weed. No <laughs> offense to uh, any Mexicans out there, because I'm sure they're smoking better weed than Mexican dirt weed. But that's what we called it back in the day. That's right. To 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 when it, to when it became like obsolete like you don't people don't even have that anymore it's like it's just like all like flown in like great high potency marijuana right and it's like but never in my life did i ever have like i mean of course there's the typical oh paranoid somebody at the door oh blah 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 something like that and it's like Even for me, though, like the only way that I'm smoking is if it's in a very specific scenario where I like I'm not having to worry about my kid. I'm not having to worry about, you know, any kind of real deal responsibilities or anything like that. But for some reason, it got to the point where it was like instant anxiety. So I like I kind of just have I don't want to say that I don't now, but it's like it's far and few in between. Like,
2: was it the strain maybe or the or is it just all of it?
1: I, I don't know. It can, the reason why I don't think it's the strain is because of the fact that it's like uh like it's been over the course of like a year that it just gradually got worse. But so did, wow. so did the symptoms that were leading to my high blood pressure. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm thinking that there might be some kind of correlation there. Cause it's like, even if I do smoke now, I'm taking like two or three hits and I'm just right. like chilling on it because I, I'll have to fight past that first little 20 minutes of being like, Oh, Every little thing in my body feels weird. Do I have cancer? You know, like, or like, oh, my God, like, what if I go to work tomorrow and like something bad happens at work? You know, like, it's just stupid shit. It could just be a product of getting older. But I digress. The reason why I was saying that is I I often wonder if is it possible that like I could try like some of this stuff that's like legal, especially now that I know. Ironically enough, uh, not too long ago, last time I went and saw my doctor. He uh, just for a checkup, not for anything that I was actually going for. Checkup for the previous stuff. Yeah, and he put me on to like you know he he mentioned ashwagandha, which is what I ended up taking because mm-hmm. you can just buy it or whatever, and i started taking it just to see. He suggested it. He said yeah. also something you could look into. He's like you know this is not an obligation. He's like but CBD or you know one of the delta or part something of the delta family. And when he says that to me, I'm thinking to myself, isn't this crazy? You know, like what a, what a time to be alive, like here in Mississippi, that my doctor is suggesting. He's literally dancing around the ring of, hey, man, you should just smoke some dope. you know,
2: uh, well, you know my doc is um, also going to be prescribing that stuff. And um, I'm thinking about trying it, the medical marijuana stuff. You know, but, yeah. I'm kind of kind of waiting until everybody gets set up. It's still kind of new, you know, right. especially in Jackson. And there's like a dispensary open in Oxford, and they made the first sale like a week ago or something like that. It made the first sale in Mississippi.
1: Of but, course, uh, it would be in Oxford.
2: Yeah. Ever and, since we,
1: ever since we were kids, we heard about the uh, pot fields and at Old Miss.
2: Oh yeah. The crazy thing though was like I didn't know this, but so before all this happened, until, until about a couple of years ago. You could only test the negative effects of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, scientists weren't allowed to test the positive effects. They just
3: so stupid.
2: They just changed that federal law like a year ago, I think. Yeah. So now um, all these research scientists are able to start seeing uh, tests on cancer, you know, and all this that kind of shit, see if it works, which it probably will. I'm, I'm a believer in it. it's pr- pretty much a cure all. I mean, not you all but
1: pretty close yeah i mean i'm definitely uh i'm definitely uh pro that <laughs> if it hasn't been established already i'm definitely pro them doing whatever they got to do to uh make that accessible to people because Correct. i mean even if even if you can go down the list of things that you know could be bad you know from you know marijuana or ex- excessive mar- high potency marijuana use and stuff right. like that it's like come on man Like, the same people who are trying to tell me that marijuana is bad for you are the same motherfuckers that prescribed, got everyone hooked on heroin. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not buying that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to tell me that you motherfuckers prescribe people morphine and shit, like, for having a bad, you know, back. And then, you know, we we could go down that list forever, but… It's like, uh, I mean, and, you know, it is what it is. Some people have to take PKs and like heavy shit like that because they're in a lot of pain. But it's like, yeah. to me, it's just like the irresponsible distribution of prescriptions for shit like that when that was going down more frequently. Not that it doesn't still happen now, but when it was just like you could go down to Florida and fucking, you know, come back home with 300 scripts of fucking, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm being dramatic, mm-hmm. but. but like,
2: so. A Doctor that I used to go to in Laurel. Um, I went to them for a while when I was going to Southern, sure, uh, for my condition, and then um, I left them and came up to the Jackson area. Um, but, I, but a couple of years, probably like five or six years ago, turned out that they were um, a pill mill. It was in Laurel
1: that's the term that I'm thinking of,
2: and uh, oh. they were just you would just go in apparently and be like, Hey, uh, you know, my back's really hurt, and they'd be like, Oh, what do you want? Oh, you know,
1: I (laughs) want some morphine. Okay. That's just wild, man. Shit, man. That's just so wild. And it's like, I I remember hearing about fucking, I want to say on like Joe Rogan's show, like four or five years ago, he had somebody on there. He might have have had people talk about it since and before, but I remember specifically one episode where they were talking about like how, like in Florida, like it was just- Florida
2: was the mecca for all that shit.
1: Yeah. And it's just wild to think. Like, it's talking about like, you know, multiple doctors, like in every town that was just like running their whole fucking facilities off of just, hey, pop on in. We got you.
2: people, People would go from Mississippi to Florida. They would start at the top of the panhandle and then go down to the entire state in one day. And then they would have like just a bazillion Oxycontin or morphine pills. And then they'd bring them back to Mississippi and sell it or take it or whatever.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy to me, man.
2: Have you seen Have you seen Dope Sick, That show with
1: Michael Keaton? I have not. No.
2: Oh, I, Netflix, I think, or it's either Amazon, or Netflix, Hulu. So
1: I remember. I, I, I remember when it came out. I just, I had a good it
2: show. It's a really good show. But uh, it kind of outlines all that shit, and uh, it pretty much shows how the, uh, the maker of OxyContin was like. They knew about that shit since the '80s, and they just turned a blind eye, and then it started getting like. They knew how many fucking prescriptions were being written, and they knew like in Florida, it was way more like way more than
1: anywhere else in the entire u s of course, of course they know I mean, Give me that money I mean you have to make the medicine right They know where they're sending it, uh, and clearly, if they keep up with the shit the way they keep up with whatever, they know where that shit's going, they know how it's that shit is such trash, dude. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that me- the medication itself is trash. I'm just saying the way that it was just so irresponsibly done yeah. and handled, like, all for money. And it's like, ugh, yeah. it gets me bent out of shape. Cause I'm like, and this is the same motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's the crazy shit. It's like I, the other day I saw a meme. This is an interesting, uh, segue, but it's like the same people the same people who got half of the country not half of the country but a, a sl- massive swath of the country hooked on heroin because of their irresponsible ways of uh you know dealing with the shit we're just talking about distributing right. uh legal pharmaceutical drugs uh legal heroin um the way that, those are the same people who told you th- that you're supposed to trust about the covid shit right and then it's like also the same people Who told you to trust them about the COVID shit? When it comes to like the media, are the same people who are ignoring the the shit that's going on in Ohio right now with the fucking chemical spill? And it's like you heard
2: Michigan too. Michigan had a train derailment with some chemicals, and then there was a eighteen wheel or something in Texas that uh, got hit by a
1: train. Yeah, there was uh, something in Arizona, I believe too. Now, mind you, undoubtedly. Obviously, it's high in focus. It's the same thing as fucking balloons from space. Like when people right, are paying attention, man, right, when there are people are paying attention, of course it's gonna be. like, Oh well, look, this also happened right here. So it's like some of the stuff might be minute and blown out of proportion. But like, it's like, the, let's see, Illinois. Let's see, there was something. Uh, let's see, Illinois. What the fuck am I looking for? Hang on, Illinois Ooh. chemical plant on fire yeah illinois chemical plant explosion amen let's see right here january 11th okay see this is some shit that i just saw the other day but uh, a massive fire has been put out at a chemical plant in la salle illinois the fire burned for more than five hours no one was hurt but police said the fire released a green chemical and warned people not to touch it (laughs) like this is some shit that happened in january like you didn't hear nothing about it but um, we
2: heard that the largest um, egg farm or whatever um, in the U.S. Um, um, went up in flames recently.
1: Like this is my thing with all this shit. Also, random thing, real quick before I get into that. The, did you have you ever said, have you heard of the movie White Noise?
2: Yeah, uh, Keaton was in that too, wasn't
1: there? No, this was this was a movie. I had a yeah,
2: pretty sure it was Keaton. Yeah, what's his
1: fucking name? Uh, Adam Driver was in it as well.
2: Oh, oh, that one.
1: Okay, hang on. This yeah. one just came out not too long ago, like three okay. or four months ago. And it's a it literally what happens in the movie. And there might be another movie called White Noise. It seems like there'd be like five movies named that, by the way. Okay, you haven't seen that
2: one. No, I haven't seen that
1: one. I haven't seen it either, but apparently the mo- the premise of the movie is a train is derailed and releases a bunch of chemicals in Ohio, and they're watching it on the news. And, like, the kids are, like, asking, you know, the dad, Adam Driver, like, we're going to have to leave? And he's like, no, no, it's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, like, it ends up being, like, some infectious, crazy shit that goes down because of it. And it's just ironic that this movie just came out, like, four months ago. Like,
2: Well, so I was thinking of White – there's another movie called White Noise with Michael Keaton, but it's about ghosts and shit. Um, season one. Yeah, yeah. So you remember um, – obviously, you remember COVID and all that shit. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Contagion
1: no but we were talking about it at work today like I've never so that, seen it we've gotten to the same conversation literally today we were talking about how like there was this movie that came out and they were talking about how it's maybe I'm thinking I might be thinking of an, another movie called like Pandemic that yeah was,
2: uh, um, I think it was Contagion let me double check and make sure but what, this movie I'm talking about um, with line for line like along uh, you know everything like i I remember correctly it started in china and then all the way down to uh this reporter guy internet reporter jude law Um,
1: oh this is the same shit
2: yeah he um was it is it um was it contagion or was it the other one it's
1: it's contagion 2011 maybe
2: yeah um and then so so he was like kind of jude law was kind of like um I guess the Alex Jones character in there, like nice. he said that he got the disease, and then he cured it with this inexpensive thing, like uh, medicine off label, mm-hmm. and then unbeknownst to you, he had donated, like put some money into that stock, so that when he people started taking the medicine, like he got rich. I mean, all that shit
1: happened. Okay, when Beth off, Gwyneth Paltrow, returns to Minnesota from a Hong Kong business trip, she attributes Hong. the yeah. malaise. She feels to jet lag. However, two days later, Beth is dead, and mm-hmm. doctors doctors tell her husband uh, – tell her shocked husband, Matt Damon, that they have no idea what killed her. Soon, many others start to exhibit the same symptoms, and a global pandemic explodes. Doctors try to contain the lethal microbe, but society begins to collapse as a blogger, Jude Law, fans the flames of paranoia. Mm-hmm.
2: Dude. He makes money off of it by selling his version of hydrochloric
1: whatever shit chloroquine whatever it's called uh, hydrochloroquine that's yeah. uh dude that shit is crazy bro it's, it's line for line like shit came out in
2: 2011
1: and how weird is that stuff Though I mean okay look you c- easily and honestly very possibly true but you could easily chalk all that shit up to just being like there's so much stuff out there you know what I mean yeah. as far as like content goes movies TV shows mm-hmm. whatever and it's like you could just chalk that shit up. To being like it is what it is, you know, like something's gonna make sense. But it's like when you hear stuff about like the—I don't know—I never looked at this book. I've never read the book. When you hear about this book that was written in like the fucking eighteen hundreds or seventeen hundreds about Baron Trump going through time and living on the same street that Donald Trump lived on in New York, and he becomes the president of the country, and it's like he has a time machine. And you hear about this shit, and this is a book that was—I mean, mean, this is just as a, a. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, just a an example. Yeah, just just an example. But right. still, principle alone is just like, what the fuck? Like, the how- Simpsons
2: I, predicted that shit, too. Like, dad, that senior comes, Donald J. Trump, down the escalator. Comes down, announces his bid for presidency, his candidacy, and they did this shit fucking years ago.
3: Yeah. The that's
2: exactly how he did it. He comes down the little escalator in Trump Tower, stands there, I'm going to be running for president. like what the fuck man like maybe like i don't know some time travelers like making these movies to warn us or i don't know it's
1: kind of crazy i just can't i can't even i don't understand how that stuff works and you know like it probably like initially i was just trying to point out the fact that the fucking government is lying to everybody and fucking everyone over but what's new but like what do you? What are your thoughts on? And we, me and you, might have talked about this before, but I don't think we have. But just in general, like, what are your thoughts on not necessarily being 100 percent sold, but like, is it possible that like we are like living in a like some kind of? I don't wa- I don't even want to use the word simulation, but like, there's so many things that happen these days, and so much stuff that you hear about that it's like, okay, well. Let's just scratch, like, you almost don't want to just scratch out, like, one specific religion because of how many, so many of them, so many different religions are connected. So many things in the world happened at the same time or in, you know, at some point in time, stories back in thousands of years ago, uh, you know, this stuff that's coming out right now about the uh what is it, the unger Dryas and fucking like stuff that's starting to it's information that's starting to bubble now that they've got Netflix and stuff, and it's basically like overturning more or less like so much science and history, and people are trying to de- to deny it because they built their right. entire careers off of information and generations of information that could just be proven disproven right. because of what these guys are like uncovering. And it's like or is it possible that it's like, Hey, these guys have to shut up because like in reality, there's some fucking crazy. These people are going to figure out that like somewhere in the core of the planet that there's like fucking computers and shit run, not, you know, yeah. being dramatic, but like, I don't know. There's so many things that happen that it's just like, well, is it possible that like we could really be coming to some kind of understanding of the fact that? nothing really was at all how we thought it was nothing could it's possible that nothing actually is currently the way we think it is and i'm not sure tr- i know that this is so broad saying that but. Uh,
2: so I, as far as the simulation thing i kind of elon musk on this uh and he basically said if we're thinking about it then it's already a possibility like if we can say we can say oh the possibility that there's a simulation well then yeah it's possible um just probably don't have that we don't have the technology to do it i don't think but um i kind of wonder sometimes you know if somebody started the simulation and then you just kind of walked away for whatever reason and now like the ai or whatever it sounds like a fucking conspiracy theory i know it sound crazy
1: but not really because we're almost there like we're almost the- there already in general like with not necessarily with us but starting that in general yeah. like, like starting it over almost
2: Right. Well, I think the whoever was doing it did it okay for a while, and then they just kind of walked away for whatever reason. I don't know. And then, you know, whoever it is. And I think maybe the AI, that they had kind of had to run it. It just doesn't know, really know how to fucking run it. So that's why we have, I know it sounds crazy, but we have all this, like, movies that happen years or, you know, a couple of years or decades before, and then all of a sudden it actually happens in fucking real life. Like, are these directors and scriptwriters, like, psyching like how
1: the fuck is this shit? Like, it confuses the shit out of me. And the, the the something that's interesting about that though, like you're playing a video game, right? A game I've been mm-hmm. playing a lot lately, and I yeah. I get off and on with it because it's a takes a long time to play. Like like to sit down and play it, you have to play it a lot. But it's a game called uh, Civilization. I play Civ yeah. Six on Xbox, and I also have to play it by myself because none of my nobody else in I'm friends with plays it. So it's just one of those games I have to play against the computer and.
2: Is it got like Sims.
1: Essentially, you build up a, an entire like world and civilization, and you have to take on like other civilizations and shit like that. It's interesting. It's just incredibly time consuming. I think but,
2: maybe it's kind of like that, though. Like I, I kind of I meant to mention that. It's, I kind of wonder if it's like we're a sim of some sort, and then like you said, so, whoever was playing it walked away.
1: Yeah. And just and set so it now, set it on uh, like automatic moves.
2: Yeah then you come back and your sim's dead or
1: something <laughs> yeah. yeah well i mean you could even look at it as like i don't know if you remember the age of empire games or roller coaster yeah. tycoon or any of those type yeah. top-down strategy games yeah And it, it, to me like uh, another of course another joe rogan reference but uh this guy was basically saying that it, it, he's probably not the only person that said this but it's basically it's more likely that we're living in a simulation than not yeah and of course that's one of those things where you could just have the infinite loop of you know, if there's multi-dimensions you know, multi dimensions in which we know there are multiple dimensions basically that we can see, and then there's based off the assumption of the dimensions beyond that. And then if you just look at it as like if there's parallel universes and like somewhere – if there's infinite universes, then that means that somewhere, somehow, we are already – I don't know. It's fucking confusing, but kind of to the Elon thing, like if we can think it. This is like right. okay, okay, chat GPT or whatever, chat bot, whatever Definitely. the fuck it is. Like this shit is crazy, right? Yeah. But it people are like, Well, it's it's not magic, you know, it's like it's not magic, it's actually a thing, like it's something that it was created. But the fact that once these things get to the point where which they're close to now and they're already there, more or less in some cases, some degrees, it's like what is the point? What is the point in us once it becomes, yeah. you know, like Like, I actually had this idea for a book whenever I first moved here. I was like, I wanted to write this book and make a movie out of it because, and this was before COVID, this was before any of that. And I wanted that it was going to be called like uh, XG or some shit like that. And it was basically like this dude was going to put on like, have like this, you know, say it's like 10, 15 years from now. And it's like this guy is going to put up like the best internet in the world, almost to the degree of, you know, how some people talk up fucking uh, Starlink. And I don't, I didn't know anything about Starlink at the time, but it's like basically one of these things. It's going to be these satellites. People are going to have internet everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. And it's going to be high speed, almost as quick as can be. And it was like this dude who had this, the, 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 like, it's one of those movies that's like 2012 almost, where they are like, I don't know, like the day after tomorrow, where there's like three yeah. or four different stories mm-hmm. going on at once yeah. and it kind of all comes together. But like, the dude who is like the family guy he's like he feels conflicted about it because like he listens to the people who are kind of like you don't need to fucking turn this shit on because when you turn it on we're not going to be able to turn it off you right. know like and it's like but in the same breath he's like look you know he it's has si- he has sympathy to the idea of being like maybe i fucking shouldn't do this like we shouldn't have the we shouldn't allow this to happen I like tesla
2: you know like he, he invented admitted- Some crazy ass shit towards the end of his life. And um, nobody knows about it except the FBI agents and the government who came and took his shit right after he died. Right. Um, It took all his paperwork and everything, like right after, like within that, a couple of hours after he died. Um, But he invented a bunch of shit. I think he invented some some very scary shit. And he was like, you know what? I don't think uh, this needs to be let out into the world. And I think that's why he, he didn't
1: say anything about it? yeah and it's like essentially in this this the plot of this story as it goes on to where of course you have a movie where like all this crazy shit is happening yeah. and there's like a massive like law lo- the guy turns it on and like every okay. all this fucking power everybody in the whole world is just like paused out like oh my
0: god like what's happening
1: and then it's just like everything comes online and everybody's like yeah they're all excited and shit but it's yeah. and it's like as a couple of days go by things pass by or whatever and it goes on and it's like this this fucking internet or whatever it is that this dude turns on, are that these people, this company, of course, he's Ooh. he's the the uh the heir to the company. He's you know right. family, blah blah blah. You know, like a the lifelong like a Walmart type gig, like the family, the daughter, great granddaughter right. of the fucking Rothschilds or some shit. But and then it's like after a few days, crazy shit starts happening, and then they realize that it's like not only is this thing powerful and gives internet to everything, but it literally has power and eyes and like you remember the movie Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. it's Kind of like that but even more omniate if that makes it more overpowering and then come to find out like at the end of the movie like all this shit's going on and stuff and then like they realize oh my god everything that it's doing right now is correcting the planet like it's like it's like it's doing overcorrection for how much we have fucked up the planet with like and I'm not like, I would never, you've listened to me talk more hours than probably just about anybody, but I'm not the tree hugger type, if you will. (laughs) But in the same breath, it's kind of like, it kind of makes sense. You know, it's like, but what's crazy is like you, we evolved technology so much that it's knocked us down a peg to correct the planet, like to, to correct nature. And it's like, And it's not like it, it becomes the overlord. Eventually it gets shut down, but like people realize, especially like your, your characters that are more of the John Cusack of the, uh, of the, 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 the film or whatever, like in 2012 or whatever. And the Woody Harrelsons of 2012. I love that movie, by the way. But, uh, like uh, those, those characters are like, you know, oh my God, like it has to be shut down, but in the same breath, it's crazy that it actually, was using its powers and its ability to oversee everything and to control everything in in order to correct us like it wasn't just maliciously killing off humans it wasn't maliciously like shooting all the nuke bombs to kill everyone right. because it was superior but it was like doing all this other stuff but it seemed like that throughout the movie you know it's like the whole point was like it seemed like this shit was just destroying shit just to do it but in reality it was like Thanos snapping almost right which is crazy right. because well, –
2: uh, Facebook or Google? They had AI, and they turned it on, and within like 15 minutes, of scouring on the internet, it, started, it became racist. <laughs> it just started, started shouting out
1: racist
0: shit. I'm not sure which like, one.
1: I know shot. right now they're having trouble. I think Bing was uh, has been like fucking losing its shit, like uh, Microsoft's version of the chat bot or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh uh, yeah, we actually are gonna have to like reevaluate this. Guess it's like, a, yeah. uh, I'm not sure whose it was. I think I don't think maybe Google's was the one that was doing like the best. I guess whatever standard you have. To me, yeah. all that shit is terrifying.
2: <laughs> Our boss not a racist. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, ta da! All that, I mean, shit, thing, all this shit is definitely terrifying to me. Though the
2: thing that scares me about fucking movies is um, shit keeps happening. Like, they'll make a movie and the shit keeps happening. Like, you heard about the woolly mammoth, right? Yeah. So it's it's been done. Like, it's in the fucking Indian elephant's stomach. Like, in a couple of months, it's going to be born. And they're already talking about bringing back the dodo. And then yeah. some other thing that we ate into, uh, you know, took it out of existence. And I'm like, did you not fucking see Jurassic Park? Like, this is how this shit starts.
1: Yeah.
2: Fucking woolly mammoths walking around.
1: And then what's next? Oh, let's, let's make a T Rex. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I was, if you have a fucking rednecks out there chasing down fucking T Rexes, velociraptors and <laughs> shit. Like, and see, that's kind of what you were saying, like bringing that back up, kind of like what we were talking about just a few minutes ago. Like, The if you find yourself in like say the a simulation or you find or we find ourselves in something like that like these people come up with these say a novel movie idea that turns into some form of reality, right? These guys might not be fortune tellers, but that stuff and this goes to everything whether it be music, people predicting their own deaths, whatever it is, all these different things that you have that we chalk up to coincidence. Is it literally? Is it that or? this is why i brought up the fucking the fucking game was because yeah. they don't know that they're in a game right exactly you, you know what i'm saying like they don't know that they're in a game they're getting told what to do but like i know that this conversation has probably been had with pe- other places before but in the same breath it's something to think about because you gotta
2: think about it because the shit keeps happening
1: the shit like, keeps happening and it's like happening to such a degree our minds like we've evolved we're aware of it finally a 15 year old is so much more not, not understand that we could have the conversation of like working hard and going through hard times and stuff like that but like as far as the infor- the age of information and shit like that goes, like a 15 year old right now is, has literally the power of a fucking like an entire empire. On his phone, like like yeah. in his pocket at all times because I had to
2: use fucking encyclopedias in high school. I'll
1: tell you how old I am. Yeah. I mean, and think about just literally thinking about 200 years ago. Like uh I saw a clip today, my wife sent it to me. It was funny, it was Theo Vaughn, who is a funny son of a bitch. If yeah. you're if you're not familiar with Theo Vaughn, yeah. you definitely should catch up on some Theo. He's a funny dude, uh goofy, weird, but he is funny. Uh, yeah. Son
2: boy,
1: too. Yeah, and he is, he's from Louisiana um but he like he was talking about or was it that they fucking asked him oh they said uh if you had an iphone or whatever like the most recent iphone and you went back i think they said like 500 years do you think you could take over the world and he's like man they probably you know call you gay and kill your ass or something. <laughs> he's like he's like i don't know what you're talking like they probably call you gay and throw your ass in jail or something <laughs> like it was just funny the way that he's like I, what am i gonna do with that i can't defend myself <laughs> but it was just like they were asking him just like random questions or whatever and uh and at the, but still thinking to myself like you had you have the like we can't like even us, who grew up before the cell phone era, but like maybe early internet age and stuff like that, I mean even like like technology just even just say thirty years ago, probably was be, I mean it's obviously more superior than 500 years ago. but the amount of knowledge that I literally ha- that you have and computing power just take com- computing power away from it. Just look at the amount of knowledge that you have access to at almost any time of the day, anywhere you are.
2: Our cell phones are uh have more computing power, more computing power than the computers that uh put the astronauts on the moon. Right. We're just walking around in our fucking pockets. You had
1: that ten years ago.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, like that's crazy. Bananas, man. That shit is insane to me. Your shirt's bananas too, brother. <laughs> hey, shout out to <laughs> shout out to. uh uh what's his well his name's Alex, uh not Alex from the other podcast for not Xander that comes on the show. Jones. It's uh man, his name's Alex Monfra. He does uh graphic arts, graphic art and fucking he does like logos and stuff, but this is one of his uh little designs that he made that we put on a shirt and it's oh, really cool. It. Um <laughs> uh, I
2: need to get some work shirts printed up for the station.
1: Hey, you know where we're at, baby. Oh yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't know. That shit just blows my mind. And th- what I basically what I was saying too though is like we as a as the modern society is like I feel like we're so close to if that shit exists. Like as far as like us being like you know in power. But the thing, another I say in power, us you know functioning and doing whatever. Like we're either a really really close to global annihilation or modern first world annihilation. Uh, and total system meltdown. Uh, or we're like about to reach some kind of new enlightenment era. Like this is the beginning of like, cause like literally if they calmed down and stopped having all this bullshit about like, the thing is, I don't ever see an off ramp, but like if we like chilled out like global tension and also somehow found a way to like mitigate our, our social issues, like all at one time, like, I can't even imagine what it would be like if we could just get back to focus on like pushing forward as far as like understanding the world. Like if all of us coll- – like the collective mind was able to get back on that again. And, I have a
2: theory about that too, about um, – it's kind of a crazy theory though. So bear with me. We we're talking about shrooms. It kind of made me think of it. Sure. Um, so, so there's this species of mushroom. I can't remember what the fucking name of it is, but… They found it. I believe it was in Europe, and uh, this uh, they thought there was this mushrooms all around this forest, just popping up here and there. But it turns out, uh, for twenty two hundred acres, there's, there's this giant fucking mushroom underground. It's all connected. They're all connected with each other. It's the biggest fucking mushroom like system ever found. Twenty two hundred acres.
1: Holy shit!
2: Holy shit. And um, and you know about these? Uh, this is gonna. This is the crazy part. You know about these. This mushroom that takes over the insect body, right? Like, yes. it, it moves the insect, it slowly eats the insect's insides, and then when it dies, it spores. So it can do it again.
1: I feel like I've heard about this. Yeah. I've heard about that, that mushroom.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, my theory is like, what if, we, what if we have some kind of whatever? That's what made us come down from the trees, is some parasite or something ingested. And we're all connected. You know what I mean? in that way that would explain a lot i mean makes me sound crazy but
1: it'll explain a lot it definitely it definitely would make sense i mean but it's also i mean i don't know like i've heard people talk about how it's like okay the trees are technically alive and connected Mm -hmm. you know they have got so they're alive and they're connected to everything that is in the ground to some degree correct yeah like and plants that grow and stuff like that. Once again, I'm not a tree hugger, but in the same breath, I'm also open to hearing everything out, <laughs> you know, like, but in the same breath, I think to myself, like, we, you know, you always hear people talk about, like, when you spend time in nature, you feel something different than you do whenever you're just right. a, the day-to-day and all that other stuff.
2: You feel more connected.
1: Yeah. And it's like, but you're still not connected because you're not in the ground. You're not of the of that ilk you're not you're not as connected as say a you know like a pine tree is that's grown there and whatever obviously i'm not saying that the trees are talking to you but in the same breath like when you think of it from the sake of like just the organisms that are that be you know and they talk about how like you can hook the the, they've got these sound things now where you can hook it up and like the fucking plants are like making noises and shit it's like like I feel like we only scratch the surface as like uh society to even not even as society but even as like scientists and biological and geographical and all this other stuff It's like we've only scratched the surface to be able to understand like uh like what the fuck is going using God as a reference anyone you choose that is you know any of the top five i guess any yeah. top the top five entities in which you you may or may not subscribe to uh globally right. like they all talk about how it's like uh you know the supreme one more or less like that times is, is irrelevant you know it's like time is irrelevant uh you know like it, you can see from one end of the planet to the other to one side of the universe to the other and beyond Right. it's like if and you always hear people have this saying of like, oh, take it from like a a, a bird's eye view of the scenario, or like for, look look at this situation from thirty thousand feet oh, up, man. and it's like that kind of stuff. Like we are so even when we try, even if we try our hardest, even the person who does have the most close, like the the conglomerate of people who have the most of an understanding. Like of what's going on in the world or just how the world functions or how the globe and the earth and everything and societies function, they still probably don't even have a fucking clue. No. And it's like that to me, Aussie. obviously, I could just leave it there and leave it like because it could be just dismissive. I mean, it's easy to just be like, well, why the fuck should I even worry about that? If, you know, it's like if clearly the people who pay attention to this for like their life's work don't even fucking have the answers, then what's the point in me even paying attention? I think I mean, the curiosity I mean, alone. When we
2: think about it though. I mean, it's, we may not be professionals, but we may be able to come up. We may be able to think more outside the box than like somebody who's been taught to think inside the box all their life. It's like very, some scientists,
1: you know, it's very true. It's like, uh, because I mean, you hone in so much. It's just, I don't know. I, and like, like I was saying earlier, just like collectively as a, as a society, uh, just I say the Western world, but like the first world, maybe not even just the first world. I mean, just in general, like as a collective on the planet, like to be able to focus more on those types of things. Right. Like, and I'm not talking about like getting the fucking Elon chip and being like, yeah, now we're like the singularity has happened. We're one with computers because right. I, I do fear shit like that just for the principle okay. of being like this transhumanist, you know, like this might that might actually be what fucking ruins everything.
2: Well, if you subscribe to um, the Bible, like a lot of people do, I think like over half the world or something, um, they would probably consider that the mark of the beast. And in Revelations, that's that's pretty much it. Shows over,
1: folks. Yeah, but th- going back to what we were talking about before, though, did the fucking you know the people who rewrote the, rewrote the Bible? Did they know something? Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying that that's necessarily the case, but it makes you wonder. Because when we have the conversations about the the book about Trump's kid or about Trump or whatever the fuck, and you've got these conversations about these people with these movies or these other – or Nostradamus or like Da Vinci or any of this shit that we talk about, these people that were like – they kind of predicted that – or the fucking Simpsons. You know what I'm saying? Well, like Whatever it may be. Did, did these people – because that's the kind of shit where you're like, well – you Know we're so knowledgeable now, it's like it kind of makes a lot of the stuff in the Bible a little bit obsolete, and it's like, right. but does it though? <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck? Well,
2: knows? I know one thing that was real was the flood because multiple um civilizations uh around the world at that time spoke of the fucking flood. Right, you know I and mean? it was like everybody had the flood story,
1: and that's,
0: that's going back to what I was talking
1: about with these dudes talking about the hunger Dryas shit or whatever. Yeah, and like talking about how like that's why I was like this stuff that's going on all over the world at the same time, and they all have the same stories. Like you might, they some of these people probably didn't even realize that there was a whole nother, you know seven or six continents out. There. I don't even even know what it would have been back then. Right, but it's like, but this shit still happened. And there were people alive on the planet before it happened, and there were people alive on the planet after it happened. Sure, right. the population probably shrunk, but in the same breath, the shit still happened.
2: Well, you heard about the. Um, you ever seen the movie Children of Men?
1: I never watched it, but I know what movie you're talking about.
2: You need to watch it, man. It's 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 pretty fucking good. Like uh, Clive Olin, I think that's his best movie. Yeah, Jody, uh, not Jodie Foster. Uh, I was forget her name. It's the. Redhead she was in um boogie Nights, and she was in the second like hannibal movie. I can't even fucking remember her name anyway, she's in this movie, Juliana or Julie, I can't remember, but um but the whole basis of that movie is um the world is basically coming to an end because nobody's able to get pregnant,
1: yeah,
2: yeah like the oldest the youngest person, excuse me is like. Nineteen or something, and like he gets killed in the movie, and then everybody's freaking out, and then all of a sudden there's just one. Well, I don't want to give away the ending to you, spoilers, but uh,
1: but anyway. Ju- Julianne Moore.
2: Yeah, that's it, <clears throat> and she's in it for a bit, but uh, it's it's a great movie, and, and it kind of it kind of reflects what's going on now, like the the birth rate for humans around the world is down a lot, like like worrying numbers a lot. Like they're basically saying, there's absolutely no way we're going to be able to um, keep our species going because nobody's getting pregnant.
1: Right. And you know, what's so weird. It's so weird. And I've talked about this before, but it's such a strange time now because it seems like there's like a uh, and not to be conspiratorial, but it almost seems like there is a societal like pitch. And I don't know, this could be cyclical, but I don't, I, maybe it's just because there's never been a time where people have been so comfortable that they've like, there's so many people that I know that are just so adamant about not having children. Yeah. And then it's like, not to mention like, okay, like you know, like the trans stuff or whatever, like, and you know, teach their own whatever that I've been pretty vocal about, yeah. whatever about that. But it's like, okay, well, a lot of these people are like, yeah, I'm just going to not be, I don't care about having kids or like, Let's just say, like, for example, like, if you're a a man and you transition, it's like, well, I'm not going to be producing a child or vice versa or whatever. And I'm not saying that that is for everybody. Some people do whatever they do and they make it work however they can, but or it's like I can adopt or like, you know, whatever, whatever, all the. And then even the the super big push for like abortion, like to normalize abortion, like a same same situation with that, you know, to each their own, but in the same breath. Just looking at it from the point of view, all the pushes and all the way that this stuff happens, like, okay, let's use Japan for example. Right now, they're going through a crisis of the fact that there's too many old people and there's not enough young people to actually like work and pay for like the the social services of yeah. like the the older people or whatever.
2: There's also not enough women,
1: like right. younger women, to but, go around. Right, so that that's another factor to play. Yeah, kind of- Definitely going to need those for kids.
2: and russia kind of fucked up in that regard too when they did the uh i think it was the crimean war putin sent um pretty much every male of reasonable fighting age and over there and uh most of them died so then you come back and there's like at one point i think it's a little bit better now but at one point like maybe like five six years ago there were like eight russian women to every man damn yeah there's just no guys i
1: mean i'm sure that i mean look at this here we are now they got a whole nother uh, half a generation that's going to war and getting popped over i'm not saying that everybody there's obviously a lot of fucking people over there but
2: they are just dying from stupid shit like they sent these um this platoon over to this area to like dig a ditch and like you know get ready to fight it turns out it was in fucking chernobyl but nobody told them it was fucking radioactive, so they're digging the dirt up, and they're digging the radioactive shit, yeah and they're they've all been exposed.
1: This shit and is crazy, man
2: that they're not properly trained they, they they can't get food to them. I mean it's the crazy shit going on in that stupid ass war
1: and it, yeah, that war is fucking stupid in the first place i mean it's- uh, it's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> the thing mean, I heard was that he
1: had um has cancer, sure.
2: And that he's actually kind of frail. And I'm, I'm wondering
1: if this has to do with that. Well, there's there's obviously several ways to look at it because you could look at it as like, to me, it just seems so short-sighted for him to be able to, if it was the case of like, oh, I'm dying. So let me try to take over right. Ukraine. It's like, because if that's the case, do you, do you really think that if it's just, if it's just Putin that's saying that and it's like, well, then as soon as you fucking die in like a year or two. Like, what right. you think that if the US is willing to do this now, imagine how strong arm they're going to be like after you die. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I say the US, the Western world, whatever it may be. Like, and, but in the same breath, I'm thinking to myself, like, why the fuck do we care so much? Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't care about the plight of the Ukrainians or anything, right. or just, you know, people. Like, I'm not, I'm also not saying that. Putin should do what they're, or what Russia should do what they're doing. I know there's other people there that totally right. agree with him, but like in the same breath, cause I'm all about sovereignty, but in the same breath, it's like, clearly he gives a fuck a lot about it. They give a lot of fuck about it, but why is it that we give so much of a fuck about it? There's, it goes to the same thing that I said, ignorantly, I said it just stupid being young and dumb. Why? Well, yeah. I, I used to always be like, we don't give a fuck about Africa. Like we have historically never given a shit about Africa. We don't send no money to Africa as a country. We have sent over $100 billion in less than a year to Ukraine just to fight this war. Mind you, I understand… As far as like global dick swinging goes, it's like as long as the Ukrainians are killing the Russians and destroying the Russian shit and all this other stuff and making them less of a powerful world power, then it's like, well, why not just keep paying them money? At least none of our guys have to die. You know what I'm well, saying?
2: I think, part, I think part of the Africa thing – I could be very wrong, but I think part of the reason we don't really fuck with them over there is, well, for one, um, they don't act, they're not unified. So they're all like different countries. And even if you went to like, say Nigeria and did some stuff, like all it would be was Nigeria wouldn't be South Africa. You'd have to put so much money over there, but no, that's just me thinking.
1: To to stabilize a bunch of shit is probably, they probably are more, honestly, we probably do invest a lot of money over there to keep them destabilized. You know, like that's probably more of our shit is like, well, we don't even have any interest over there. But I mean, it's like, I don't know. I feel like the people of Africa always get fucked somehow because it's like China, you know, with they their the Silk Road or whatever. I don't know. It's like they're they invest a bunch of money and basically make them everybody. It's not exclusive to Africa, but they'll invest in a bunch of money into these countries and try to bring them to the second world or whatever. And then it's like, oh, great. We're here. This is awesome. We're getting a little prosperity. It's like, yeah, and you owe all of that prosperity to us. It's like uh, they built like this really massive like uh, airport over there. Some one of these countries uh, might have been Nigeria, might have been something down there. And there's like this massive airport and it built so much like industry around it all like real quick over the course of like eight or nine years. And then it was like, oh, well, you're they're having a default on their loans and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, we'll keep the shit afloat because we helped you build it, but you're going to give sure. it all to us it's like basically we have institution over there now because of you know whatever it's just they do that they've done the same shit in south america too and it's like to me i don't know how all that stuff works but to me it's like uh it's almost like it's like predatorial loans more or less yeah and it's just interesting it's world domination shit but like that rather than going over there and trying to be like uh like us in Afghanistan or Iraq and just like come up with some excuse to go over there and invade their asses. It's like, rather than doing that, they find another more, uh, because of the fact that they are, you know, you've always heard that like China plans where we plan like 10, 15 years ahead, they plan a hundred years ahead.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's like uh, when you hear people talk about how China – and I'm not trying to be on – and I'm referring to like the Communist Party of China. I'm, not, I'm right. never – I always feel like obligated to be like I have no problem with the people of China overall. But like they fucking they, – they're like this is a long march. This is the long game. Like you hear about the infiltration of uh, like s- institutions in America like – I, the other night, I played the fucking Yuri Bezvanol. I always play, like, I always listen to st- some of his stuff whenever it's like, I just want a refreshing course on the fucking, like, The way that the, you know, if the communists were really trying to take over, and I'm talking about like not the idea of communism, I understand that there's a positive conversation to have about socialism and stuff like that. But there's also the fact that humans are flawed. And every time this shit has ever been fucking done before, the humans have totally uh, like fucked it up and turned it into a fucking power struggle of death. And. Justin, one of the reasons. We're pretty
2: good at (laughs) that.
1: Yeah, we definitely are. Like, I have a coworker who is very, 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 very big on the concept of uh, socialism. And I want to be like, and he actually made me think about something really like, he made me start thinking about things differently because he was like, look, just because like you can say something like, oh, well, that will never happen or this will never happen. It's like, it doesn't mean you can't like think that, still think that that's a great idea. It's like, Like there's different ways that you could implement something like A, B, C, or D, and it doesn't have to be a, you know, every fucking, you know, failure of communism in the past. And my thing is, is I'm I'm very bad about like, uh, oh well, slippery slope fallacy. Like every everything is followed up by slip. Well, that just opens a slippery slope to da 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 da. And it's like I feel like when I do that though, it can cause me to be dismissive of like. Things that is like you know that actually is a good idea. It's like rather than looking for a way to have the conversation about how you would implement something like that, I'm just dismissive of it because I'm like, no, fuck that. I hate capitalism, but it's better than all this other shit. You know, right. like fuck you, uh, private industry. Oh, but sure. I don't know. I I, I digress. But uh, take
2: five for a second. What's that? Will we take five for a second. Yeah, sure, man. I just
1: gotta go, to real quick. go for it.
2: Like cats.
1: It's not that I don't like cats. This cat's just young, and he's a demon. Yeah,
2: They can be that way.
1: He's like a cocaine cat. <laughs>
2: Mine's like a uh, a year old. Yeah, she little over, almost a. She may come close to two years old. Actually,
1: I think ours is like like maybe like three months old. Yeah born in
2: december a
1: crazy yeah it's he's he's the devil like I, I, uh but like it's the trade-offs are worth it because he'll he'll snuggle you know yeah. he'll he'll get he'll get snuggly at times I'm here recently and i guess i'm like the accidental animal whisperer too so yeah like i didn't want the cat at first like i didn't i didn't want to get a cat at all and uh And we got him because my wife and my son really wanted him. Mm
3: -hmm. So,
1: you know, whatever it is, what it is. And uh, now, like when it's time to go to bed, he comes and crawls underneath the blanket and lays in between my legs. (laughs) So it's kind of nice.
2: So he picked you. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm that guy. But they
2: usually pick their own person.
1: We have this other, uh, like my wife's mother uh takes care and pretty much has more or less adopted the uh my wife's wiener dog that she got like a million years ago Mm -hmm. and uh these two like pretty much hate each other it seems like so like uh well not really i think that twiggy who's the dog she is like uh she's got to be like 10 years old so she's like older and the cat like wants to play and shit and twiggy's like i don't want anything to do with that (laughs) and uh
2: we dogs don't like me for some reason i don't know like i used to work at a vet and i worked at an animal shelter and like chihuahuas and weenie dogs they just don't like me i don't know why
1: i just man this this little chihuahua it's, it's a chawini it's chawini it oh, looks chihuahua. like a, it looks like a loaf of fucking sarah lee bread <laughs> i mean nice. definitely definitely a uh you know, sweet to look at, but like she is an ornery little shit, and she pisses, and like it just drives me nuts. But in the same yeah. breath, it's like kind of like I now know what it's like to have like a, a shitty stepchild. is pretty right. much what <laughs> like. and you know, in all fairness, she's old, and yeah. you know, she's she's you know whatever she's sweet she's snuggly like, too but like she's
2: like 70 in dog years
1: like yes that. abnormally like annoying with the barks at times too yep. it's like unnecessary like just like shut the fuck up like there's nothing outside of do- like a a truck that was a little too large came driving down the road and <laughs> like you, you're losing your mind that kind of stuff drives me nuts but It is what it is. And it's like when sometimes I get a little bitter because we've got these two small animals inside of my house when, like, I want nothing more than to just dispose of these, not dispose, (laughs) but get rid of them and let my German Shepherd come inside that I've had longer than I've even had my own child. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things. You
3: can't
2: just say, oh, well, you know, Twiggy ran away.
1: Yeah. And see, I mean, in all absolute fairness, I would feel like shit if something happened to Twiggy. Like, it, it's just one of those things that it's like, you know, I, I don't wish death on Twiggy, but like, Lord knows when she goes, she goes. And I'm not going to be that too terribly crushed about. It's like, it's like leave the door open one day when you go to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh no the dog ran away. my luck my luck though is the, the dog will be hiding underneath my bed and all my shit in my house will be gone <laughs> Probably. that's exactly how that kind of shit rolls i feel like but uh look dude i think we're gonna wrap this up man i appreciate you for coming on and chatting with me Hell yeah. uh, uh, I, love it. I want to i want us to have a sometime in the next month or so i'm gonna try to get some rappers on here in the next couple of weeks
2: hell yeah
1: i've made a lot of i made a lot of promises that i need to keep i just didn't want to during my uh sick days of uh being you know half alive and half not uh i wanted to wait till i could actually be active and do like uh you know really give some of these guys more of a justice not just necessarily with the conversation but just you know i want to try to I, a lot of these uh rappers from macomb and some bands and stuff from the area i just want to be able to give them a good little platform and definitely uh if, if
2: you'll, to, i was gonna say if you'll um can work something out to where if they can send me their music or tell me where to buy it you know we can uh, play some on the station
1: oh Go man absolutely station, you know we definitely could uh maybe utilize like a uh like a like certain hour blocks maybe that yeah. way it, Maybe we can keep it from being such a drastic change from uh, 311, and <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine some of these guys. Man, but it would be cool though. I know that a lot of uh, a lot of people tune in, especially you know periodically. Different, you know, different episodes of the podcast for sure attracts different crowds. So, right. uh, but you know, these got a lot of these guys. You know, listen have listened to the podcast, whether it be on the station or on you know just independently on the, mm-hmm. the platforms or whatever. Yeah. So. It would be nice. I want to start, you know, trickling in. So those of you people who are listening to the podcast and have listened to the fucking end of it, uh, you definitely need to start tuning in to dbbehaviorradio.com. Uh, you should, yep. uh, if not only uh, 7 p.m. on Tuesdays and 9 p.m. on Thursdays, you should listen all the time uh, because that's great because there's other shit on there.
2: Yeah, uh, listen to my show uh, Clark After Dark Friday at 9 and uh, Sunday replay at three, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Lark after dark, that sounds yeah.
2: Well, you know, that I, sounds deviant week. for sure. Show and then, like, so I'm do, planning this morning show. My voice is still only like 90% back to capacity, maybe like sure. 85%. And I've been putting it off because you know, I want to do the morning show and not be able to talk, you know, right? Um, but yeah, I'm going to do it on Fridays, it'll be pre recorded at first, but um, and you're you're going to be. Probably the first one on there because I'm going to have a a section called Bullshitting with, and it'll be, you know, a different person every week or every time. So, right. um, Just talk about whatever the fuck we want to, you know.
1: Yeah. And that's awesome. I like that idea too.
2: Yeah. But that's going to be coming probably within the next month. So, um, but yeah. But I decided to call that show the Clark Queen show because I couldn't come up with a better name like for the morning show. Yeah. What am I going to call this thing? So I was like, well, you know, Clock After Dark sounds kind of cool. It does. Yourself,
1: so. it, does. It, fits. it fits. Absolutely. You got anything else you want to say to the uh, the folks before we get out of here, my man?
2: Uh, make sure you buy all the swag. You got some swag on your site,
1: right? Uh, I have some what? You have some swag, right? Some shirts and... Well, I actually, I'm actually about to be printing. I don't know if I've told you about this, but I've got like a substantial, like a handful of old. Uh, well, they're not really old; they're just slightly worn. Yes. Um, Dickey shirts, mm-hmm. like they're all like t- the. I mean, I you pr- you've seen them a million times. If you if you saw one, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I've definitely seen those." They're like, oh, yeah, the- I got a couple of them." Yeah, like gray, like yeah. button-up dicky shirts, and I'm about to print yeah. like 25 of them. Bro, you and- gotta print one yeah dude and i'm gonna sell i'm gonna be selling these because in all oh, yeah. fairness, these shirts were given to me, and I used to wear them they it's a family member who like just continues to feed me these dicking shirts yeah and uh I don't wear them as much as I used to, so i'm gonna take the ones that I have and I'm printing some shit onto them and i'm gonna sell them uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tight i got the design worked up and everything for it and I am yeah. Looking forward to, to selling them, uh, but that is coming uh, in the next like month. So I don't want I don't want to say two weeks. It might be two weeks from now, but it might be yeah. a month from now. So okay. I will definitely have that. And uh, okay.
2: yeah, I'll send you some. You know, um, uh, in my size, and I'll i buy them for you.
1: Hell yeah, dude! Absolutely. Yeah. Ford, yeah. I guess well, I should on. probably take
2: three months out too. I think
0: sitting drunk on a